0: Hello, and welcome back to another episode of That Podcast. My name is Ryan Jenky and as always, I'm joined by Sarah DeYoung and Pastor DJ Lura. Hey, Ryan. How Woo-hoo. are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm good. I just noticed you have a coaster for your
1: water bottle.
2: I do, because usually I use like a metal cup type, like the Yeti, off-brand Yetis and stuff like that. But when I put ice cubes in this, this one's easier to drink out of without having an extra straw. Oh. thing, And then it doesn't leave like... It's my mother and me yelling yeah. at me to grab a coaster so mm-hmm. I put a coaster. Well, for on those of you bottle. those
1: of you listening in, you, you it would be so good to see this thing. It says Java sock on the side and mm-hmm. it's like a leopard print, but the colors are orange and what it, is that purple
0: and blue? It's a ballet? Bron- yeah. It's a Broncos uh, yeah, uh, It's not that. No. No,
2: nope, just like some bright fun colors. Broncos it's coaster. spring.
0: Okay.
1: It although, r- although I'd love to see a picture of um, John Elway holding a Java sock.
2: That would be fun.
1: Hey,
0: be speaking of football and are, speaking are of... Are we going
2: to be like every other podcast this week and talk about the...
0: Well, we have a former <laughs> Seattle resident <laughs> with us here.
2: I thought we were talking about the unretirement. Oh, no. no, whoa, that's, no. that's
1: secondary. This yeah. is much more important yeah. because I don't know... I I feel like the Seahawks have just decided, you know, we've been too successful for too long. Let's just torpedo our entire program and start from scratch. Or we'll do it like we did with the Sonics and we'll sell it to
2: Oklahoma. What's happening?
1: Russell, Russell Wilson. Go ahead.
0: Russell Wilson uh, uh, was sent to Denver on a trade, which I have heard people uh, compared to when Herschel Walker came to the Vikings.
1: Yes. Yeah. You yeah. know,
0: but here's the problem, and uh, we've talked about my um desire to move into leadership within the Broncos organization mm-hmm. and their desire to pretend like I don't exist, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But what what they did was they traded two number one and two number two draft picks, Mm -hmm. as well as Drew Locke, Noah Fant, and Shelby Harris to the Seattle Seahawks for Russell Wilson and a fourth-round draft pick. Now, in my mind, all they've really traded is Shelby Harris, Noah Fant, and Drew Locke for Russell Wilson because they would have squandered those picks anyway. Sure.
1: That's no loss to them.
0: Yeah. But here's the thing. So it was a really good trade for the Broncos in my eyes.
1: I, I, I did not think that it was a good trade for the Seahawks because, um, in my opinion, as good as it looks on paper, I wanted Russell Wilson to, to finish his career with mm-hmm. the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. And I just, I, uh, I'm i not happy.
0: I'm not happy well, about it. Denver is where great quarterbacks go to ride off into the sunset.
1: I, I think of it this way, and, and I'm sure like people. Better than me would disagree with me. But what did the Minnesota Vikings do? We kept Kirk Cousins. Now is Kirk Cousins a great quarterback? He's a very good quarterback. He's probably top ten, top
0: fifteen. Top fifteen for sure. Right? Yeah. Russell and, Wilson is number one.
1: And Vikings said, yeah. And Vikings said, Nope, we're we're not we're keeping him forever. We're riding this baby out. The Seahawks, I think Russell Wilson is a much better quarterback. Mm-hmm. And they said, eh, let's look toward the future. Yeah. Let's let's start over from scratch and see yeah. what we can do
0: so yeah i'll
1: be proven wrong because those picks that they got they'll get the best talent they'll have a blowout rookie year and yeah. they'll win the super bowl next year
0: well i don't think so <laughs> um now you were you talked sarah about uh the other quarterback who the
2: unretirement the,
0: the unretirement so is brett far back no oh. no 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 um we have a, a member of our staff who loves this man, but she'll remain nameless right now. Tom Brady is back. TB12 TB12. Mm-hmm. Yeah unretired. Now did he, he lasted
1: a whole six weeks in retirement so, and just so, said. <laughs> so
0: what the question is what drove him to come back? Was it the Brady Bunch? Gas prices. Oh I mean how are you gonna afford to pay for gas?
1: Or well, yeah, they were on a, a, a limited, you know, one one uh earner income. Yeah. Uh, his yeah. wife's income after that, right?
0: Very fixed. The other the other question was Was there only so much of his children's Minecraft world that he could stand before <laughs> he was like, you know what, I gotta go back to work. Yeah, it, it was the Brady. It was the Brady bunch. Maybe a it, it bit was probably column a, column B.
1: Both. It was probably both. Yeah, it could have been. Gas prices going up, you know. Gis- Giselle's, uh, you know, bringing bringing home everything, and mm-hmm. yeah, she mm-hmm.
0: maybe wanted him to earn his keep. I don't That's know. Right. All right. <laughs> anyway, six weeks. She's like, get out. I'd, it's All either right. football or you have you have to go do something. Yep. Go on.
1: You can go apply at Walmart.
2: Yep.
0: You know, you can go.
2: Imagine like him being like you pull up to Starbucks, Wouldn't that be and great? Tom Brady is the one handing you your coffee in the morning.
0: Wouldn't that be great? Yep. Or walk in seriously walk into Walmart, and there's Tom Brady with the yellow and blue. Hey guys, oh. how's it going? Hey, good morning. Good to see you.
2: Hope you find everything okay. Just enjoying my
0: retirement. Yeah, my good. retirement job. Can Gotta I take, have it? Can I take a look at your receipt?
2: Yeah. <laughs> Just something to keep busy.
0: Tom Brady. <laughs> could you sign it with that highlighter? That would be phenomenal.
2: He's the guy at the end of Costco circling your seat. Oh,
0: that is so... That would be great. Tom, if you're listening, you got to do this.
2: <laughs> Just Forget for a about couple of weeks. weeks.
0: And if you, bucks. if you could do it at the 52nd Avenue Walmart here in Vargo. Bring your camper up. You can park it there for free. <laughs>
1: All right, so back to this coaster. Oh. The reason I brought up this coaster <laughs> is I wanted to share with those who are listening, you know, you, right now, maybe you've noticed you haven't had the opportunity to see the action happening in that podcast studio. Oh, yeah. Well, here's an opportunity. If you would like to see Sarah's water bottle coaster mm-hmm. in all of its glory, plus all of our sorry mugs, mm-hmm. there's a reason. We, we videoed a couple, but then we stopped. And the reason was is because we're we're short a camera. Mm -hmm. Uh, a decent camera. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of a, a, I guess a challenge, but maybe a little bit of a threat (laughs) that you better, you better, uh, uh, anyone who would like to see us again, we need a new camera so you can uh, cough up the dough. So
0: so uh, pony up on this partner with us. So a little, a little behind the scenes on how the broadcast things go around here. We were using the same camera um, to record that podcast and use it on Sunday mornings for um, our live broadcast. And now with Lent being here, we were using it to record um, our dramas that we do that you see on Wednesday evenings Mm -hmm. during during Lent. Or on the YouTube. Mm -hmm. Or on the YouTube. Where they hang out. Yes. We were using it for all of that and it just got to be, Hey, we're moving this thing around entirely too much. Let's just take a little break for right now.
1: Yes. So. Yep. It, it's just we're lazy on our part. So that's.
2: <laughs> it's a kind of heavy camera, you know. It's
0: <laughs> with the tripod and moving it mm-hmm. all over. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's yep. why. Mm-hmm. That's anyway. why. So hopefully, uh, uh, give it about four more, five more weeks, and we'll be, you'll, you'll be able to. Mm-hmm. We'll have to actually uh, comb our hair and things like this. Right. Yeah. Put pants on. Yeah. Get cleaned up. Of course, you wake up with your hair combed and... and well,
1: uh, n- s- p- close. Close. <laughs> Bef- before I go to bed, I have to put in the fiber. Oh. And the then la- you The liturgical hair down. gel.
0: Yes. You wear one of those old sleep caps like <laughs> Ebenezer Scrooge.
1: Put I put in the pomade. Then I yep. put
2: put put on my Dapper Dan hat. Yep. Yeah. And then just a couple of those, like what they used to put in pizza boxes to stay at the center. Yes. A few of those.
1: <laughs> it's, you know... It, it it takes a lot of work
0: to look this good. <laughs> and
1: it starts the night before.
0: <laughs> uh, do we have anything serious yeah. to talk about?
1: I think we have a couple things. We <laughs> had worship again this Sunday. We did? Oh, we did. And good. uh the topic uh was came from the the parts and labor manager, I guess the parts mm-hmm. lady. Yep. Yep. We've been having different members of our um our uh you know you had uh, you have pastor cross who's basically like the head mechanic clearly yep Th- then you had uh, uh, pastor Mark who's the uh, service coordinator mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, at our auto shop and then you have uh, uh, pastor Lee pastor Becky who's mm-hmm. the the parts lady
0: as yep. she puts Ooh. it yep she did she gave she gave herself that uh, that title <laughs> yeah yep
1: yeah. and so she uh, preached on in our sermon series um, life realigned the crucified life mm hmm crucified life. And so I want to talk a little bit about that. She talked about the parts of your life. What, what is, what does it mean to have a crucified life? That there are going to be parts of your life um, that are going to be difficult mm-hmm. because, and only because you are a Christian. Right. So it doesn't speak so much about, you know, illness or other things that happen as, you know, you're a cross to bear. I mean, it's, it's part of it. It's part of just the reality of, of a sinful life. But the hope that we have in the midst of those things is clinging to Christ. But because you're a Christian, there's going to be moments in your life that are difficult, particularly difficult or suffering on account mm-hmm. of Jesus' name. That's yep. the crucified life. Okay. And she talked about how do we react when those parts in our life that are difficult happen because of Christ. And, and I, here's the bad note taking. I think she said three, but I only wrote down two. So here's the two that I have. If you remember, <clears throat> or you listen to the message and would like to message us about what the third one was, we certainly mm-hmm. can talk about that. But the first one that I wrote down is that the way we react is that we acquiesce. Mm-hmm. We give up, right? Or or we give in. Um, what do you guys think about that? Have you had moments in your life where you're just like, you know, I don't think I want people to know that I'm a Christian right this minute.
0: Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's times when somebody says something that you're like, no, that's absolutely incorrect. But mm-hmm. instead of saying, you know, I don't believe that, or I think that's, you know, I, I don't believe, you know, I, I think that's wrong, what you say is, oh, yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, totally. Yeah. You know, that happens a lot.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I corrected someone, and, you know, one of the worst places to do this is like Facebook. Yeah, but I was I was basically um, banned and shunned by someone because they were ranting on Facebook, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And you know, I I, this is I I changed my behavior after this because I called them out on it, and in the calling them out on it, the response I got back is, uh, you know, you're you're uh, I can't believe you would you know, disagree with me, you're a Christian, you're supposed to love your neighbors or something like that. Mm -hmm. When it wasn't about loving neighbor or anything, it was basically calling this person out on attacking people that they disagreed with. Mm -hmm. But they had decided that if they, if you didn't agree with me, then you don't love your neighbor. You hate, you hate people around you. And the person wasn't a Christian, but took extra offense at me being a Christian and saying anything to them. Um, So I was basically like uh, uh, scorned by that person and then I was uh, banned by that person. And why? Because I was pointing out to them something about, you know, it's okay to be a Christian and have this worldview. I I, I know I'm being really vague here, but I don't want to get into it too much. But basically it was just like, you know, you are... Actively attacking an entire group of people that you disagree with politically, Mm -hmm. and saying that they're hypocrites to think that way, and state say that they're Christians. Are are you following what I'm Mm -hmm. saying here? Mm -hmm. Yep. One the 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 person was was uh, squishing together Christianity and a political party. Yep. Which is something that I'm like, yeah, you don't want to do that. Christians are different than that. Mm -hmm. Uh, But then, for on my part, for not agreeing with their opinion and also going after that party than i was bad yeah, yep or a hypocrite or something <laughs> right people get crazy when you start talking politics and so best not to even deal with any of that stuff on facebook just tell people where you're eating uh <laughs> where you're playing golf and say uh, happy birthday
0: oh That's- you know what i think I might fire up my Traeger this weekend.
2: Ooh, is it going to be warm enough?
0: Whoa, it's always warm oh. enough. Oh, it,
2: okay, it's okay. It's
0: always warm enough. I mean to, like, smoke something to, like, oh. yeah, long process. Hey. Going to be good. Are you going to post what, about it on Facebook? I might. Okay. I don't know if I will.
1: It's a great day in North Dakota. I went outside before we came in here, mm-hmm. and there is um a, a river that is forming in our parking lot from all the snow that's melting because yep. we've broken, like... The freezing temp. We're mm-hmm. above thirty-two.
0: We are, yeah. It's it's uh, it's shorts weather. <laughs> it is. It's time for all the pale-skinned. Uh, <laughs> it's forty degrees.
1: Scandinavians.
0: <laughs> yep. In fact, I just looked to see what the temperature was, and nine minutes ago, I got a message from my friend Sean from Pennsylvania, who said, "Looking pretty good on the weather from out there."
1: It's because it, the they've state been is in melting. like the
0: sixties and seventies where he's at for weeks now. Right. Yeah.
1: Well, and so, you know, back to this whole point, I mean, is it, when you feel pressured about your Christianity and called on it and attacked in some way, um, it's easy to give up. Mm -hmm. It's easy to acquiesce. And that's definitely one way to go. Another way to go is to speak up. And what happens when you speak up is, like in the example that I gave, that's cancel culture. Now, it was it was cancel culture on a, on a small scale mm-hmm. because someone disagreed with me and, and didn't like what I had to say on Facebook, of all things. So, right. Yeah, little meaningless example. But that's happening in, in, in people's lives as well, mm-hmm. that if you speak up about being a Christian or believing in Jesus, there are people that want nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. That'll go after you. Is there any other way ways to react to carrying your cross than either giving in and, and just dropping the cross or speaking up and getting attacked for it?
0: Since we're on the subject of social media, I have just uh, moved to a default of I'm not going to engage. Yeah. Just walk away, turn the other cheek. Would that be... Um,
1: I you know what I think I think that speaks to the primary verse that Pastor Becky used, and I think that's actually a, it, it. It seems like it's a false choice mm-hmm. to be either give up on your Christianity or fight, fight, fight. Mm-hmm. I think you can hold on to your Christianity and find the tension.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And we're, we're all gonna fail at this, right? You know? yeah, I mean, oh yeah. You're gonna yep. fail, mm-hmm. but it's loving it's loving your neighbor so much that you're not gonna be
0: polarized into one or the other. It's hurt. Yeah. It's it's hurt sometimes to not be like I really have something to say. Yeah. But I'm just going to walk away from it.
1: Yeah. Well, and I think we can we can get wrapped up in in speaking of like like again going back to my example, I wasn't saying that that political party was right. And I think some people do that mm-hmm. is they'll they'll speak up in a way that's not about pointing to jesus in the midst of this conversation but pointing to whatever is being attacked mm-hmm. and usually it's not christ so much who's attacked but it's what people in the name of jesus do that can rightly be critiqued um i think the this the the thing though is to point not to that issue but but to jesus in the midst of that mm-hmm. does that make does that make sense and so the verse that Becky used is she said, if anyone wants, it's from Luke 9, 23, Jesus says, if anyone would come after me, they need to deny themselves. So that's the first thing. Who likes to deny themselves?
0: Right.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, when I get a hankering for a Hardy's hot ham and cheese.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Big hot ham and cheese.
1: That's right. It's hard to deny oh,
0: that hunger inside, you know? Y- you know what's even harder than that? Your Traeger? No. Uh- the, I'm thinking of the hot ham and cheese now, and now you've you've already caved, and you've you've got this thing, and it's sitting there on the seat next to you, mm. and you know that you can't grab it and eat it now because it's going to dribble all over the place. Yes, but you do it anyway. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Find a place to park.
1: Oh, got to find a place to park. <laughs> but you know, I mean, denying ourselves not denial it's 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 limiting ourselves mm-hmm. yeah um basically uh limiting what i want in the moment and denying that mm-hmm. limiting that for the sake of what god wants for mm-hmm. me which is ultimately going to be better anyway yeah but we've become such a a a, a, a gratifi- an instant gratification people mm-hmm. That, you know, denial just seems like the worst thing ever.
0: Yeah. yep. Yeah, I've moved to uh, only posting things that are going to make people smile. Yep. Whether it's something funny or just something nice or whatever. But it has been hard to be like, oh, I really, you know, I really want to say something. I really want to like send some sarcastic, nasty. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and it's just like. But you know, <clears throat> after the fact, you have that you have that time of like, man, I want to say something, and I I just am angry that I'm not gonna, and it's just bothering me. But the next day, the you're not thinking about it yep, anymore. Nope,
1: nope. Well, and that's the that's the horrible reality of social media is mm-hmm. that it is designed in such a way to get you to to log in and to get. Interactive in such a way where you're just attack, 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 and then engage. you engage. Yes, and, and you get the you get the the drugs in your brain that kick on, mm-hmm. and and it's it's almost like it's an addiction, really. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not doing anyone any good right. either. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it not responding. <laughs> yeah, and it's hard.
0: <laughs> it Can be a good for thing. for me. It's really tough.
1: But he says, deny yourself. Take up your cross. And if you think about that in Jesus' day, you know they would have understood what he was talking about. It would be like us saying, "Take up your, I don't know, uh, fatal injection." How do people mm-hmm. die? Like 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 capital punishment. Take up your noose. What would yeah. we say? Lethal
0: injection. Lethal injection. Yeah. Uh,
1: Take yeah. up your lethal injection and fall. I mean, that's basically saying you need to die to yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not giving in to get along. And it's not, you know, throwing yourself against cancel culture. It's the it, it, it's the courageous act of... I'll put it this way. I had, a, I had a teacher who once said, what, do you think you're too good to suffer like the rest of us? Talking about Christianity. Uh-huh. You know, what, you're too good to suffer? Hmm. You know, Christ suffered and... It's just a little bit, a little inconvenience to you mm-hmm. in order to stand with him and just to suffer a little bit.
0: Mm.
1: Mm. And I, that always hit me like like it was almost like a pride thing like oh, no, I'm tough enough. I can suffer too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I mean that's that's kind of the point that denying yourself, taking up your cross means that um, you're gonna live in such a way where the old way of living, the old sinner in you, the old world that that seeks its own self celebration, and denies its um, dependence upon God. I'm dying to that, so then I can live for Christ. Mm-hmm. It's a whole new life that begins, and once that hits home, it's it's actually uh, exciting to be a Christian. Is there going to be hard times? Yes, but you know, uh, is it worth it to me to? deny Christ or to get in fights with people about the truth. All we need to do is be a witness. Mm -hmm. Um, So, because the last part Jesus says is, you know, deny yourself, take up your cross and follow Mm -hmm. me. So who who are we supposed to be pointing to, to Jesus? I think as Christians, we can give ourselves a bad rap because often we're, we're saying in the name of Jesus, we're pointing at ourselves. You know what I mean by that? Mm -hmm. Like I'm not, crucified, my life isn't crucified. My life is glorified because I'm a Christian and you're bad Mm. or you're this or you're that. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, the other one that's just self-glorification is just like, you know, I'm not going to speak up or I'm not going to point to Jesus in this situation um, because it'll make me look bad.
2: Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, I don't know. Again, I'm being kind of vague with with these examples because it's like, well, how do you? It's harder to do this, I think, in the United States than it is other parts of the world. I mean, you have people in China, people in Africa, people in Asia that are being told right to their face, do you follow Jesus? And if they do, I mean, there's there's major consequences. Mm -hmm. We're a bunch of wimps in the United States because, you know, standing up for the name of Jesus, you know, someone might... Make us feel bad.
0: Yeah, does that it make might hurt your feelings? Yeah, might
1: hurt your feelings. Yeah, whereas in other parts of the world, it's it's life or death. Yeah, to mm-hmm. say that you follow Jesus. Mm-hmm. So, just some things to keep in mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um.
0: I think that's enough. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's good. So, um, what do you think? Do we do we have time for a question, or should we? Yeah, let's Should we, let's hit the question. All right, I got one. Okay. I, well, I've got i I've got several, but I've got one that I'll ask right now.
1: And I will answer it with a brilliant pithy sentence, and then if you want me to go on, I will. But if the if the sentence says it all, <laughs> then then we're good.
0: Okay. This is from Elijah S. Now Elijah S. submitted this question. I'm not sure how, but there are mm-hmm. several ways that you can. You can submit questions at thatpodcast.net. Mm-hmm. You can go to atonement.live, atonementfargo.org, either those two websites, and find that podcast. You can even ask these questions on YouTube. You can put them in the comments on this video and we'll find it. Or you can go to our That Podcast Facebook page and ask them there. Mm-hmm. Elijah S. asks, Why do some denominations mandate burial? as opposed to cremation or other methods of corpse disposal.
1: Yep. It has to do with, uh, here's my brilliant pithy sentence, okay? Mm-hmm. It has to do with the resurrection of the body.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's, That's the- why. Okay. <laughs> so. Uh, uh, well, do, you want, can, do you want me to what, say more? Yeah. What can, about it? Yeah. Can you expand on it? Because uh, <laughs> there are probably people who. Wrestle with that. I know. I know several people who are like, no, I I can't get cremated because what about when when the resurrection happens and my body's not there? Yeah, uh, lo, I tell
1: you, uh, we shall not all be uh, like this, but we shall be changed in the twinkling of an eye. Um, you know, the Apostle Paul speaks to this that the old is is dead and gone, and, and you'll receive a new heavenly body. Mm-hmm. That's without sin, because if you think about if you think about cremation, do you know what it is? And I know there's like I, I had this question, I've had this question asked to me by parishioners, the, uh, all of them, ironically, from either a fundamentalist Baptist tradition or the Wells tradition, Wisconsin Synod Lutherans. Mm-hmm. And it had to do with the resurrection of the body. And what I shared with them is that, if you think about what cremation is as compared to being buried in a casket,
0: mm-hmm.
1: well, you're not taking that body with you, right? It's not going anyway. What's happening is it's earth to earth, ashes to ashes, dust to dust. Mm-hmm. And if you're if your body's in a casket, all of the organs have already been taken mm-hmm. out of and, and it's full of, you know, stuff, re- stuff. You know, to to preserve the body without the great stench to it. That happens at a funeral home. Right. Like, you know that, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, the body is no longer your body. Right. It it would not function even if, you know, the brain kicked on again Mm -hmm. and the heart started pumping because there's no blood. Right. It's... Right, it's yeah. not
2: like an old car you find in a garage. Right. and you recharge the battery. <laughs> exactly. So it's not it's
1: not a resuscitation of the old. We're talking about the resurrection of the new body. Mm-hmm. And even in 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 the casket, once that body is in the ground, it's going to to decay. Right. Within six months to a year, I mean, all the flesh is basically right. Mm-hmm. Not to get too gross with people. Well, but right,
0: mean, right. But yeah, I, I mean, if you. If you were to exhume a body, I don't know how long the process takes. Mm-hmm. But, let I mean, if you were to exhume a, a body from the 1700s, I imagine that there's not a lot left there. Right. And so,
1: what do you have with cremation? Did you guys know that probably the, one of the most clean and pure substances on the planet is ash? Yeah, I did know that, actually. Mm-hmm. All, everything that's impure has been burned out of it. Mm-hmm. You know, fire, what's it say in scripture? I mean, you'll be purified by fire. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I knew a guy in my first call who was, um, he, he ran the local funeral home, but he was he was my age. He was a young guy. He mm-hmm. ran it with his dad. And because um, I was a young guy at the time, not anymore. <laughs> anyway. You're still spry. Oh, I don't feel like it. I'll <laughs> tell you what. Anyway, um, so he had shared that with me and... Made the point that all you're doing in, in with with cremation is you're speeding up the process of the decay of the old. Mm. It has nothing to do with the new. That's why, mm. but because of tradition and because of a uh, uh, thinking that the resurrection of the body that you needed the physical body, it kind of became a piety among certain traditions that no, you cannot cremate that destroys the the natural process of things. Um, but Lutherans have never held that. And even more so as a Scandinavian, Viking funeral pyre, you know, <laughs> lighter <up. laughs> Did I tell you my mom's response? No. Nope. Have I told you this before? My mom was cremated when she passed away uh, at her request. And she and I had discussed this about 10 or 15 years earlier at a dinner with um, my wife, Melissa, my brother... Davis and my dad. And I can't remember where we were at, but we were talk- mom and I never had a problem talking about death mm-hmm. or about funerals. So we're embarrassing the other three. Actually, I don't think my dad cared too much, but I can tell my wife and my brother both like, would you guys
0: zip it? Yeah, This is really grim. Right we're in now.
1: public. Let me tell you a little story about a man named. Shh. <laughs> so I have a whole bag of Shh with your name on it. Anyway, uh, we're talking about, and mom said, well, you know, I'm getting cremated. I said, no, I didn't know that. I'm really surprised. I always pictured, you know, Grandma and Grandpa were mm-hmm. buried in caskets. She's like, well, you know they're not going to get my hair right. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, the best answer no. I've ever heard yep. for cremation right there. Just mm-hmm. yeah, not going to worry about <laughs> <No>. it.
2: <laughs> that's great. <laughs> it's
1: over
0: and done with. Oh, that's great. Yeah. If you can't do it right, why even do it at yeah. all? Exactly. Exactly. So. <laughs> that's, that's funny. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you. Yeah, you betcha. And thank you, Elijah S. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good questions. So, all right. Well, um, it is that time of year when we've all got lots of things happening. And uh, so we're, we'll we'll, uh, we'll call it good right now and um, let you know that we have services online that you can watch. Man. We've got services. You know, it's. I was just thinking about this.
1: You know, in it's huge basketball time because of March Madness, right? Mm-hmm. Well, we got March Madness every year in the church. This is That's like the true. playoffs leading up to the Super Bowl. It is. Christmas is a big holiday in the United States, but it's not the biggest Christian celebration. Mm-hmm. We're in it now. Yeah. Leading we're there. The 40 there. days leading up to, leading up to Easter. So.
0: Yes. So we've got services. We've got Sunday mornings, as we always do, at 9 a.m. and 10.30 a.m. And you can find those online You by going to YouTube and searching Atonement Fargo or AtonementFargo.org or Atonement.Live. But we've also got Wednesday evening at 6.30 p.m. services in those same spots,
1: Yes, Mm -hmm. with a weekly viewing of 20 minutes.
0: Yes, the weekly viewing of 20 minutes, which I have been taken to task by some of the Utes. However, I know that maybe they've only been 15 or 16 minutes, but. You cut out the commercials. Once this gets picked (laughs) up by the major networks, (laughs) it Uh, will be 20 minutes after you put those commercials in there. They'll probably bump it up to 30,
2: 35 minutes. It's the same Uh, length as Seinfeld.
0: yeah. Yeah. So, Wednesday evenings, you can check it out. 20 minutes, we've got services at 6.30 p.m. Now, we've also got services in the building and not necessarily ones that you can find online.
1: Right, and that is we're doing Holden evening prayer in the afternoon. So, I don't know what we're calling Holden prayer or Holden afternoon prayer. We are having worship, a prayer service, at noon, noon o'clock. Every Wednesday leading up to Holy Week.
0: Yes. So we are at 4601 South University Drive in Fargo. And as Pastor DJ said, you can find that uh, here in the building at noon on Wednesdays or those other times that I gave you and services, you can join us on site as well.
1: And I want to add one more thing about... Wednesday at noon because I'm trying to plug it because we don't have the reach for that one that we do with the other ones Mm -hmm. because we're not broadcasting it. It is exclusive. It is uh, uh, standing room only after all the seats are taken. Yeah. Um, At noon o'clock during Lent. And so if you want to experience it, you need to come to it. And it's not too late. We've only gone through the first one, but that sermon series is called Lift High the Cross. And we're looking at the reasons why Jesus was crucified. And we go through the gospel of Mark and find where, what is it that Jesus did that got the authorities so riled up Mm -hmm. that there was this conspiracy to have him arrested and ultimately killed.
0: You can't find it anywhere else. That's right. You have to come on down. So what else? It's in the book. It is. It's in Mm -hmm. the book. That's true. Sarah, would you like to pray us out today?
2: I suppose I can.
0: All right. Thank you.
2: Heavenly Father, we thank you for today and we thank you that even when we avoid talking about you or find it easier to not say that we are Christians, that you still love us and still uh, help us lift that cross. And Lord, I just pray that anybody who's listening is blessed and knows your message and knows that you are there to help them carry their cross and follow you. In your name, we pray. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. All right, I already rattled it all off, so you can find all the stuff that I just mentioned. And if you forgot, just rewind and watch it again. There you go. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, in the in the uh, in the description, will be a link for Pastor Becky Lee's message from this past Sunday, so that you don't have to go and find it. So, for Pastor DJ Lura and Sarah DeYoung, my name is Ryan Janke, and you can join us next time for another riveting episode of that podcast.
2: Was that a new one? Just a yep. slight little tweak. It was, time. yeah, yep, yeah,
0: yep. Yeah. Keep them on their toes. Nice.